no matter how many cliche phrases we throw at it, rejection really stinks. And yes, it's a part of business, but at least for me, it's not one that I've quite gotten used to. So that's what I want to talk about today. Thank you so much for tuning in, um, whether it's your first time or now your 10th. My name is Isabel Sanchez Castaneda, or you may know me as Isa, and this is my podcast to document the process of building my business and becoming the entrepreneur that I know I can be. And obviously in the process of building a business, what is like the first thing that you hear when you start a business? Get ready to hear a lot of no's. Get ready to hear more no's than you hear yeses. You better get comfortable with failure. You better get comfortable with people, you know, slamming the door in your face. And man, no matter how many times they prepare you or how many people tell you, it still really sucks. And um, I'm in a, a celebration mode. I'm going to call it a celebration mode because I got my first official rejection of 2022. And I'm framing it as a celebration for a couple of reasons that I'll walk through. But at least I got it out of the way, right? At least it happened early. At least I can use it to build up my resilience yet again, one more time. Um, and it is, it is a moment where I have to make a decision of how I'm going to let it affect me, especially because um, in December of 2021, I got another, you know, whole slew of rejections. And as I really uh, went through them, as much as you try to keep a positive mindset, as much as you try to affirm yourself and say um, that when one door closes, another door opens, like, damn, you get your hopes up each time, right? And coming back from that, it does build resilience, but it also does sting. It does feel shitty sometimes. And I don't want to lie and I don't want to sit here and be like, it's okay. It's all part of the process. Like it's all pumpkin pies. And so, um, yeah. So basically I think the other thing that has made the rejection piece for me very difficult is that because I'm rounding out that first year in business, I had nothing to compare it to. Like I couldn't say like, oh, that's typical low season for me or, oh, that's just the way that certain, um, you know, high ticket offers get received by certain people. You know, like I don't have a lot of that um, firsthand knowledge to go back to. Um, and so it also um, makes rejection feel like it's out of context and a little bit personal. And um I know that it's not like I think the more conscious business savvy part of me is like it's not personal. People say no to things for such a wide variety of reasons and very few of them are an attack on like your character. Um, but it can definitely feel that way. So without the context of that first year, I was having a lot of conversations with friends who have been in business longer and they tended to say like, oh, you know, it kind of happens. It's pretty common. Um, and it's especially common in Q4. And, you know, those last three months of the year, well, they, people are on holiday and people have things to do and they take social media breaks. But then 
I started hearing, you know, oh, but but also in Q1, it's tough because people usually have all their contracts settled and they're being really budget conscious. But, oh, in the summer, um, people are away for holiday vacation or they're really focused on their kids because they're not in school and it's the end of the fiscal year. So again, they're really looking at their budget. And I just, I, in conclusion, while I completely appreciate their insight, insight that I didn't personally have, I'm like, well, I think what you're trying to tell me is that there's never actually that great of a time to send a proposal. You just send the proposal and pray for the best um, because there's always going to be something. There's always going to be a personal matter that gets in the way of a business. There's always going to be another bigger, badder company putting in a contract or a proposal at the same time, right? So I thought that that was just super funny. And I know that um, in each of those instances, the friends that were telling me that had the absolute best of intentions and were speaking from completely real experience. Um, but I just found that funny because it led me to look at all of those rejections and be like, yeah, I can make the excuse that it's just December. I can make the um, excuse and kind of self-soothe and say it's just the beginning of the year. Um, but ultimately, I think it's just business and um, it's hard to come to terms with. And so going back to why I said that I'm celebrating the rejections, I'm celebrating the rejections because even though obviously I really wish that each one of them had been a yes, I really wish that each month were easy peasy attraction of clients and signing of proposals with no questions asked and things like that. But instead, it wasn't. And so instead, I can look at each one of those things and say, okay, the first proposal that got rejected in Q4, um, well, you know what? I worked really hard on that slide deck, and now I know how to make a really great presentation um, that I can then improve upon even further. Um, I One of the, the proposals I sent out um, was... Uh, something that caused me to stretch a little bit more and really think about um, what I want my packages to look like in 2022. So by sending that pack, that proposal, I had to figure that out. And it was an opportunity to get immediate feedback from a potential client, somebody who's really aligned and um, take that information and adjust. Other times I had to, you know, figure out new softwares and figure out, is that something that I can offer? Is that something that I want to offer? And so each of those different instances where I even had the opportunity to send a proposal gave me the chance to uh, push further in my business. And it still created a connection. I think that the other thing that I had to get myself out of was that as I got all of those no's, I, again, was taking it personally and was like, oh, like, is that the end of this relationship? But it's really not. Like, at the end of the day, that person, that potential client was interested enough to sit down and read my proposal, to sit down with me and do a discovery call, to sit down and email me back to say no. Uh, they could have ghosted me. A couple of people did. Um Right. So I was still, I still now, because of sending that and getting that no, I still have a relationship with a person that I didn't have a relationship with before. I still have a better understanding of a company or industry that I didn't have before. And so none of those things to me sound like a blanket cliche statement. 
instead they sound like real tangible things that I got out of that rejection. And I encourage you, if you are also in a season where you're just getting like a no after a no after a no, uh, where are the spaces that you can celebrate that you're still making progress forward? Because if I just sat down and wallowed, which I did, which is it was actually a huge reason why I took a long break at the end of December, was because I had to recenter myself and be like, what am I taking from these notes? And don't get me wrong, there were yeses in betweens. And I do think that as people, we just tend to skew um, and focus on the negative more than the positive. So you know, I'm I'm thankful that I still have clients. I'm still working with some people. Um, maybe in this moment, not as many people as I would like to be working with. Um, but given that, I gave myself the time to have a pity party. And now I'm like, let me push forward. Let me keep going. Let me keep sending out the proposals because maybe the next one is the one that gets a signature. Maybe the next one is the one that um, maybe they say no, but their friend is also looking for someone to do marketing management, social media, um, newsletters, et cetera, et cetera, the variety of things that I offer. And they're going to refer me to their friend. I don't know. And I don't want to make these rejections into something that then forces me to stop instead of forcing me to reevaluate, adjust, keep going, build my resilience, build my discipline, and what I was talking about in a previous episode, build my ability to say no matter the result, I'm going to keep going. Um, obviously, with the caveat of like, A, I am taking the time to uh, to evaluate and say, okay, this person, um, you know, this person might have given me a price objection. Uh, let me go and make sure that I'm getting prices that match industry standard. Um maybe this person said that it wasn't the right time um, or it wasn't the right offer. Now I can go look back, look at what I'm offering and create different um, opportunities to say, well, maybe that is more of a beginning or middle of the year offer and not an end of the year offer. Maybe it's more seasonal. Maybe it's only for early entrepreneurs versus late. I'm still getting so much out of that and I'm still taking the time to um, evaluate that. I don't want to just like be bullish about it and like go and push and push and push and push without thinking. That's not what I'm saying. Um, but um, just continuing to be resilient um, with that. But I I just want to let you know that the, the rejection still stings. Um, and if you've had some recent rejections, let me know. Let me know that I'm not alone because um, I know I'm not alone. I know that this is something that so many of us face regularly and so many of us um, eventually can't bear, um, which is, you know, if it gets to a point where you can't bear it, like there's nothing wrong with that. Admit that to yourself. But um, we're all kind of going through it. And when we isolate ourselves and don't talk about the rejections and instead put up a story, um, you know, of how everything is hunky-dory, it creates a really, like, it creates an environment where we think that everyone else is winning while we're losing. When I bet you that you have had great wins and great losses in this last week alone, um, or if not in this last week, at least in the last quarter. 
And I have had some fantastic wins in the last week and in the last quarter. But I've also, as I'm sharing today, had a lot of losses. Um, And so being realistic about that, understanding that, yes, it is a part of business, but no, it doesn't have to make us cynical. um, And no, it doesn't have to um, completely deter us. But I also want to honor my feelings of being a little disappointed. and I'm I'm just someone who gets excited. Like every proposal that I send, every person that I talk to, I get so excited. I'm like, oh my God, I have the opportunity to work with this person. And so I get my hopes up really, really high. Um, and then that does mean that the crash can be a little high, like a little more dramatic. But I I wouldn't want to get to the point where I'm sending proposals or talking to people with no heart. Um, or talking to people with no passion. I would much rather have my hopes sky high and then have that crash period than uh, the opposite, which would be like to feel nothing. Um, But I'm going to keep going. I hope that you're going to keep going no matter how many yeses, no matter how many noes, no matter how many detours, pivots, and adjustments you have to make. Let's keep going together. Let's keep taking these rejections um, in stride. And if you need to say a cliche to yourself, if you need to tell yourself that whenever when one door closes, another door opens, or you need to tell yourself that, you know, rejection is just redirection, tell yourself that. Tell yourself anything that's going to get you to continue going. Um and let's keep it pushing. So I appreciate you for tuning in. Please let me know what your um, what season you're in right now, um, especially in terms of this. Like, are you in a super high high? Maybe you're in a midpoint. Maybe you're in a low. Please connect with me on Instagram at Isa Media Inc. or on TikTok at It's Isabella Sanchez. I really hope uh, that we can connect soon and I will see you tomorrow for what will be the 11th episode. And if you tuned in before, you know that that is a big number because it is crossing the average of how many podcasts people put up. Most people don't get past their 10th episode. So tomorrow I will see you as I break that statistic. I will see you then. Bye.